The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor, strength, and body you are looking for in that moment. When you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar, the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch. Simple, yet substantial. Tobacco, talent, time. Romacraft Tobacco. The after show, the after show, the after show, the after show, the after show. This is the after show, the show after the show. Because why not? We don't do enough of this stuff. We're going to do another show after the show. Um, okay, uh, ratings, uh, cigar ratings. And uh, Barry's beat up an awful lot about his cigar ratings uh, all the time. All the time. Um, even from other people that rate cigars, yeah. they're not happy with you. You've, you've been... You've been getting calls from um, cigar manufacturers. If you give them a rating that's too low, yep. they get mad. If you uh, rate people too high, you got other bloggers saying you rate people too high. Everybody likes to pick on a fat kid. What can yeah. I say? <laughs> yeah, it has nothing to do with your personality. <laughs> None. So uh, the rating system that, that really caught on um, <coughs> is the 1 to 100 rating system, which is such a farce anyway because mm-hmm. nobody ever gets a 1 or a 2. Correct. Yet they can get a 100. Um, Although in our cigar journal tasting, I did give a cigar that I don't know what it is yet, a 72. Ah, in, in this wow. round right now. And right now, yep. I'll be curious to see what it is. Worst cigar I've ever smoked. A 72. A 72. Well, I, so I don't the think worst cigar you've ever yet. smoked yeah. is 72. Yes. So the Wouldn't it be a one? <laughs> no. Because it was constructed perfectly. It looked good. In uh, order for you to give something a one, it would have to be a non-cigar. Then no, a one would be yeah, taste terrible and falls a apart. St- a stick would be a one, no draw, you, right? It has no tobacco in it. It's a stick. <laughs> yeah, you know, you get you get quality for you need to do presentation. That. You, you need know? to the do a review was gorgeous. on it was a stick, perfectly packed. Uh, yeah, I'll smoke a stick. Yeah, and then just give it a one at the end of it. And yeah. It's like wood. It burned, <laughs> burned horribly. Yeah, <laughs> poor draw. Yeah, Terrible I mean, construction. I mean, the yeah. 72 Actually, the construction had a perfect would be good. Excellent yeah. construction. Firm. Yeah. Firm. <laughs> uh, so, um, you know, one question is, does bloggers out there, magazines, even podcasters, uh, giving something a high rating, and we don't put a number on it on the show, but and I thought about it early on to do that and stuff, and I was irritated at that time by uh, certain people rating certain things certain Hmm. ways um, and said, no, I'm going to try to stay away from that. But we do it on the Cigar Authority blog that you actually give a rating to. Mm -hmm. Um, Does it influence the consumer that say, oh, my God, that that got a 94? I think when cigar blogging started, you know, when it was just a few people, myself, uh, Jerry Cruz, Brian Hewitt, and Walt White over at Stogie Review, and there were a few other people, 
manufacturers really hadn't embraced social media. So the only people out there really were cigar bloggers. And it took the magazine to the next level. Back then, I think the ratings helped with sales. Did it help to the level of some major publications? Probably not. Okay. But now that manufacturers are embracing social media and their pictures are all over the place, I think the Instagram-type influence has more power than a number rating. Jonathan, have you ever seen a consumer walk in and say, not mentioning a magazine, but saying, oh, a blogger gave this a good rating? Uh, yes, in the, in the but we, we, we drive our customers to the Cigar Authority. We play it in the store constantly. So when Barry gives a review for something, I actually shit on Barry sometimes mm-hmm. because he puts the review out and I don't have the cigar yet just because of the nature of how we move product from mm-hmm. store to store. So yeah, it does generate a little bit of hype. Um, how, how about somebody else, another blogger, not, not, not our own stuff? It does happen. Yeah? I mean, yeah. You got... Uh, Everybody putting out their cigar of the year, and there'll be one or two people coming in. It's not. It's not a game changer. You right. got guys like Kusano who put the low ratings on his box. Right, right. Sold millions of cigars and sold his company for millions of dollars. Yeah. And put the low rating on the box because the rating doesn't matter to the average cigar smoker. They're not a hobbyist. They're someone who smokes cigars. Well, I I know I have read a review, whether it be online or a magazine or something, of of something of a high rating that I smoked before and didn't care for, and I went back to it. I went as far as to go out and buy the cigar that I had a sample of before, but now here's a big rating, and I go, what did I miss? Did I miss something here? I'll try it again. See, See, and I think discussing this right now on the show, I'm going to say that there's a large percentage of people listening right now that are curious what that 72-rated cigar was, that they want to try it for themselves. So I think Even bad. Yes, I think a lower rating makes people more curious than a higher rating. Well, Jonathan, you remember with me throwing up in the store. Oh, yeah. And (laughs) I I smoked a cigar. He threw up in the bathroom. Yeah. He just came out all disheveled. But I I smoked a a cigar that didn't agree with me at all, and my eyes are bloodshot, and I come out of there, and everybody says, what's the matter with you? Three o'clock in the afternoon on a a day we should not have opened the store. Yeah, snowstorm. And uh, I said, oh, my God, I got sick from it or whatever. And everybody was asking, what was the cigar? What was the cigar? Everybody got up and bought it. So, we sold out of that cigar. Yeah. <laughs> that day. Do you still so carry were, that cigar to today? To, no. Okay. There no. were twenty people in the store, and all twenty for twenty for twenty were smoking it by the end of the day. Yeah. The, so, so how crazy is that? That there's something negative. So, speaking of negative, does a negative rating can could could a bunch of bloggers or magazine give a bad rating or say the cigar is terrible, the 72 cigar, and destroy the company, the brand? Well, I think you got f- clever manufacturers out there, clever brand owners. I saw on social media this week, I'm sure you saw it, I'll leave the names out of it, but someone got a uh, what would be considered a low score for a cigar. It was maybe an 82, and it became the highest rated from this blogger for a bundle and that was the tagline for this manufacturer putting that out there on social media, saying this was the highest that this company had ever given a bundle brand. Look at us. We have a bundle. And, you know, they, they complain that Barry rates too high. You, and part of the reason is we are not here to hurt anybody. Correct. And 
you know, whatever that 72 is, we are not doing a show on the 72 and say, wow, this cigar is terrible. We just won't smoke it. Right. And right. we won't rate it and we won't do, you know, we're rating it because Cigar Journal asked us to and we don't know what it is. And, and here's what he thinks of, of that. And I got to match it up with, with see, uh, Dave. One of my favorite games is guess the Barry rating, right? So I'll see, okay, Barry rated this cigar. And then I think, as you're scrolling down, you got a one in four shot. <laughs> There's only four Somewhere ratings. Somewhere between 92 and 96. No. Uh, There's some 90s. Yeah. A 90 is my 89. Uh-huh. Because and that's because you you got you got I got assaulted because yes. of his eighty nine once yes I got assaulted Imagine physically eighty nine when I was in school if I got an eighty nine oh. I was celebration mode there would be a party oh my god and and I think my my parents would be telling neighbors next well, door and stuff you know, the first question eighty nine first question would be did you cheat right <laughs> right. <laughs> And, and and it's looked upon so negatively as it comes comes there. The, but then other people have tried different rating systems, and it ends up going uh, doesn't work nowhere. out. Yeah, uh, it goes nowhere. So we, yeah, we've see, embraced this hundred rating system. For me, oddly enough, a high rating right away. I'll think, okay, well, why are they rating it that high? Who's their Did they get free? To, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I still want to go try it to see. Well, that's, okay, that's it, kind of the other th- question I have is is the hyped. Cigar, hyped because that guy got it for free, and now he feels like he owes the manufacturer the extra level of hype, whether it's a couple of extra points or an extra post on social media. Is that the motivation behind pushing certain brands? Because let's face it, there's a lot of cigar brands out there that are hyped out of control, and they're not good. So Barry is looked upon as the guy that gives ratings too high. Mm -hmm. Is there a guy out there that is the guy that bashes. Not bashes, but rates too low. Too, too low. And let me tell you, when it comes to um, things like movie reviewers and play reviewers and things like that, the most popular are the ones that bash. Oh, yeah. What are they called? What, what do they call uh, reviewer? I'm not looking for that word. I'm looking for... Uh, critic. Critic. Yeah. They criticize, right? Harshly. And they become the most popular. Like Simon Cowell, right? Correct. He's the one who he, shits on people. Right. So. And he gets it gets it big. And that goes for movie reviewers and play reviewers and all that stuff. Um, the thing about shitting on a cigar brand is, first off, we like it to begin with because it's a cigar automatically. So there's, it gets an 80 automatically because it's a cigar and it's not a stick, right? Yeah. Then how good of a cigar is it? And when it comes to a lot of bloggers, even magazines, they got those products for free probably to review. And we know the people. How do you, it, you end up so, having something that you would have rated an 87 or something, and so, you know the guy. You just don't put the review up. I've got no, You saw that more back in the day, you know, because samples were flying like crazy to cigar bloggers. Yeah. And, you wanted to keep the samples coming, and I don't care who you are, and you're going to say, oh, I'm not influenced. In the early days of the cigar blogging, we were eager to be friendly with a manufacturer. I mean, my last year in New York, I spent like $14,000 on cigars, $16,000 on cigars. I wanted the free stuff. Yeah. You're not going to bash the guy because you don't want him to turn it off. Uh. Now, I've got an important question for you, Barry. So we do 
the Cigar Journal ratings. Yes, sir. That turns out to be anonymous, really. Right. Right. I mean, except for the people at Cigar Journal know how you rated it. Right. Do, uh, does your scale change at all? If it was an, if it wasn't if they put Barry Stein said it's an eighty three. Right. <laughs> and you don't know what it is. Right. I mean, the way I review cigars don't change because uh, Dave and I were comparing notes earlier this morning about uh, cigars that the current. Cigar Journal Cigars. Yeah. And there was one cigar I gave like a, a 95 or something like that, and Dave gave it a 91. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I rate and, high. And you rated high to me on that one, Ed. Yeah. Okay. That was that the was same the one. one. Yeah. I thought it, that it was, was so funny that he came in and mentioned that, and I said, wow, there was a standout in there dying to know what it is. Yeah. But there was something in there to all of us. And I feel a little bit like a dick because the highest rating I gave in this batch was 90. And which... Was that the Corona? Uh, corona? The corona. Yeah. yeah, we go. Yeah, so we were all we're all in the same ballpark. Yeah. We yeah. recognize that that one was better than the others, mm-hmm. but in, uh, for me anyway, it's it's very tough. I don't want to compare the cigars in that group to the other cigars in that group. No, I'm trying to can't. compare yeah. cigars to cigars in general. But man, I I just wonder if there's not a little something in there of because this this group we all said kind of was similar. Yeah. They were similar cigars, much like our own black Yeah, they were all Maduros the and yeah. uh, a lot of similar sizes. Two sizes really stood out as different because one is, was Box Breast, one was Corona. Who is the real cigar influencer? We hear that word thrown around and there's people that call themselves that. Who is the real influencer? Is it the person that is writing the review? Is it someone like the Steve Sockers of the world or we smoked the Wonderlust on the show? Is it the Skip Martins who are posting about their own product and hyping I, their own product. I, I don't know how you can be an influencer if, if you're hyping your own product. Yeah. That's tough. But it's I, happened. I think Sokka's become his own influencer. Yeah, we sell out of his first run of everything. Yeah. I don't know. I, That's marketing. The, the, They're great marketers mm, for their own product. But. The true influencer are other consumers. You know, whether yeah. that be on yeah, but to what? Facebook. Their friend. In the cigar groups... You know, you start to recognize same way you would with a reviewer. If somebody's consistently posting and they're in your wheelhouse, right? Because no one reviewer is the right reviewer for everybody. Right. You know, same with the movie yeah. guys, right? You'd you'd know, okay, this is the one that seems to like the stuff I like. Correct. Cisco liked it, Ebert didn't. Right. <laughs> I mean, we've become major influences for Aladino. I, you know, Jonathan was Corojo Reserve. I was smoking the Cameroon. Well, that goes for everybody that works at a cigar store. That's yeah, the yeah, influencer. Yeah, but it was more so. The guy working in the cigar store we, is, is the biggest influencer. Mm-hmm. He's at this point of sale. Yeah, but I, we were also helping the company because we got so behind it. Yeah, it, it helped sales here at Two Guys Smoke Shop. But it was a major push for Aladino. Even like when we do a cigar of the year. It becomes industry-wide. I mean, the Agonorsa, Connecticut, yeah, yeah, yeah. that developed a huge following. We became a major influence. Nesta Miranda, uh, the special selection. Yeah. I mean, there was a period that's all I was smoking for like two months, yeah. and sales went through the roof. Not just here. I heard from other reps from Miami Cigar yeah. that they saw an influx of sales. So we we are influences. Yeah. Because we're part of the media too, yeah. believe it or not. I know you're listening it's hard to this. To and, yeah, I know you're listening to this and say, "What are these guys goof around and stuff?" But it, it's in, it's considered media. Yeah, we don't know our level of influence, but we reach a lot of people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and and I 
put a lot of thought into into show notes and things like that as we're getting ready for a show because our job is not to hurt a cigar company or brand or anything like that. If you're looking for that, find it somewhere else. But to be honest with you, I don't know if there's a lot of that in the industry of people trying to to bash it and trying no. to be the, the guy, um, you know, no. I'm, I'm the guy that is the tough guy. No, nah, there, there, is, there is a little bit of that going on. There's a little bit of bullying that happens when, uh, especially us, we say something is really good and then it gets bashed out there because somebody's got to make so, a name. So we themselves. say it's a 90, they say it's an 85. It's, it, it's not like they say it's a 60. You know, th- there's not anybody out there that says, oh my God, that's guy. Yes, Barry is looked upon as the guy giving it the higher rating. He's one point higher than the majority. Yeah, they did that. The, yeah. I forgot who it was, but yeah. they did it. But they did this great thing looking at all the bloggers. I was only on average a point higher. Yeah. Right. Right. So, so. Yeah, I'm the guy on the assholes that's always the hard grader, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> you were the professor I hated in school. <laughs> yeah, I'm a hard grader. Yeah, but, yeah, but you're a point lower than the thing of 100 points. It's, it's 1%. Yeah. Every, I mean, everybody's I mean, lined up pretty much. I don't think we've ever been off by more than two or three points, yeah. right? So yeah. that's margin of error. Yeah. Um, because... But Every, everybody here is really a cigar smoker. I, I suppose if, if, if we went there to people that aren't cigar smokers and we had the same thing and say, okay, rate this from 1 to 100, it's like this is a 20. I, I hate it. Well, and, you know, as you always go back to lately, it may change. There aren't any bad cigars, right? So yeah. that was the environment we've been dealing with. It would be shocking if things were below 80. Right. Right. The I difference mean, between 89 and 90, though, is night and day. In people's eyes, it is. It's night and day. That's to, the, to the manufacturer. That is the one spot where you might as well give it an 84. If you're going to give it an 89, <laughs> you better shit on it. Yeah. Because 89 is the worst score you could give, whereas a 90, they, it's almost like a sigh of relief happened. It is something. Yeah. That is absolutely 100% Everything true. from 89 and lower doesn't matter. From 90 to 100, that's where it matters. But I also believe that it doesn't hurt it. No. You, you haven't helped it. No. But, but you hurt someone's feelings, though. That's their baby. But, but is it, you know, I think part of Saka's success with um, the brulee is that Connie shit on it and said <laughs> that it was sweet. And I yeah. think Saka's making an awful lot of money on mm-hmm. it because he knew to embrace it. He's a good marketing mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. yeah, and I don't think uh, Connie didn't shit on it. He just said, if you say this isn't sweet tipped, you're out of your fucking mind. It is sweet tipped. Whatever. And it's a good cigar, and it draws well, and it burns you, well. You, it's a Connecticut shade, sweet cigar, either way, right? And there's a whole bunch of cigar geeks smoking them five at a time. Right. So and, how did that happen? It happened because of the controversy of it. So there's no such thing as bad advertising. Right. I agree. They're not reaching for a Baccarat. They're spending twice the money. <laughs> and I think if you give something a 79, like Barry said, I think they're going out and saying, I got to try the cigar. How bad could it be? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, my give God. Next, this is terrible. Uh, you got to try it. Give your next Atabe review a 79. I just want to know what happens. <laughs> uh, I'll be on unemployment. <laughs> I I don't know. I just know that, uh, you know, people take, even when we give a high review, I've seen advertisements for cigar brands oh, yeah. that use a Cigar Authority yeah. ad because Barry gave it a high ad. 
yeah. a high number, yeah. and they end up using the ad. Because, hey, maybe there's a method to my madness. Ah, be, mm. you know, if if you end up doing the eighty nine, you you run the risk of not getting the sample for free. If you want, never getting an advertisement, you for run it. the risk of someone's wife slapping me in a. Trade show is really <laughs> which what had run. which had nothing to do with you. Uh-uh. It had nothing to do uh, with you. Me, know what? But I still took the, the hit. reviews. You say by Barry Stein, right? Yeah, it says right at the top, written by Barry. I got the slap though. Well, she just won. Well, next time anyway. Yeah, next time you're going away, I'm going to pick another brand to give an 89 to, just so you get slapped. We we could do a all smoke the same cigar and do a review and a rating number and put it on the Cigar Authority just. Someday in the wintertime or something, we get Yeah, Jonathan and I have done a dueling cigar yeah. review in the past. Of the yeah. same exact brand. Yeah. I mean, I we think, haven't done it in years, but we did it. I we think that it. makes sense because we've been doing the blind test. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we could even use something like the cigar journal form and just yeah. go through and then compare our notes. And put it up there for the world to see. Yeah, sure. Blind or we know what the cigar is. We should blind. know what the... No, because that's not how you guys do it. Right. You know okay. the cigar you're smoking. Yeah, I like that because then you got to put your name right on there and take any blowback. Jonathan might get punched. I'm not getting punched. Slapped. No, he's going to give it a ninety. And he's going to be all set. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we're going to see who has balls and who doesn't. I wonder if we, yeah, let's make it we go back and look at something. All right. I made a, I'm not going to say the name because I don't want any more stuff, but I made a disparaging comment about a cigar brand, and the brand ambassador of that brand sent me a swag package of that brand. I know. Insisting that I smoke it again, and now I have lighter and a cutter and a hat <laughs> and all this stuff. And it, listen, it was very nice, and it doesn't. it does not change my opinion on the brand, but it did kind of act as a shot across the bow of, you know what, this is somebody's baby. You know, you, I really shouldn't have said what I said, and o- I'll leave it at sh- that. Off the show, you'll have to let me know what it is so I could say something similar <laughs> so I could get the free stuff. Yeah. You can have it all. It's all over. Yeah, isn't that interesting that they you, you say, I don't want to say something bad because yeah. I don't get it, but you yeah. say something yeah. bad. And, and oh, this was, a, this was a, hey, buddy, we're listening. Right. Yeah, it was good. All right, that's the after show. Uh, ratings of cigars. Do they help or hurt? And uh, send your is there uh, thoughts, comments, articles of discussion to uh, the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com. Maybe you'll win something. Yeah. All right. Or hey. send me some free stuff to smoke. Yeah, hey, next week, uh, no Mr. Jonathan. It's a party. No Mr. Oh, Jonathan. Are we having cake? We're, we're going to celebrate, that's yeah. for sure. we got a lot of reasons to celebrate. I say we have lots of candy on the stage. You should smoke. You should yeah. smoke a cigar named after you. I will do that too because okay. it's a ten-year anniversary of Garofalo cigars, and it's Saturday on the Cigar Authority. Catch you next time. Hey, uh, put the lid end in your mouth. You might like it. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio Twenty One Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners, or affiliates.